0: Hi, everyone. So have you ever had those times where you don't feel quite yourself or let's say you take a year of being autistic and you cram it into like one week? Have you guys ever felt that way? I would hope that maybe you have. I mean, I don't hope for it, but you know what I mean? I don't think I'm the only one. Um, Before the whole autism thing I never knew like what these what these periods of my time were I don't even know how to describe it properly it's not a meltdown it's not a shutdown uh it's not even like me being stressed um I don't know I don't know why this happens or anything but I just feel oh my god I don't even know how to put this into words like the right way um I don't know like let me just i'll talk about how my week has been and then maybe that will help me find better words or at least help this make some sort of sense to you guys um so i'm definitely autistic with a capital a and i guess that's what these kinds of times feel like for me um well i guess they will now because this is the first time i've had that i'm like aware of well, this is me being autistic hardcore, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to use the word crazy, but when I would feel this way in the past, I would feel like, what is wrong with me? Um, do I need to be on more meds? <laughs> or do I need to be on not on the meds that I'm on? Like, have I I don't know. It's like you feel like yourself, but you're not yourself. Um, like there's 10 of me, just 10 different versions of me in the span of like an hour. Um, lots of autistic thoughts. Um, now that I have like this new autistic lens to view this issue through, I don't know that it's an issue, but I think I don't even know that I'm making that much sense. But you know what? I've tried, this is like my sixth time. And I haven't been able to make it past two minutes because I don't know how to explain this properly. So I'm just going to keep recording and hope that, you know, maybe you guys stick around and I'll make more sense. So I'll just talk about, like, what's been going on. um, And hopefully this will make sense and it ties into it. But anyways, so the whole ramen thing, um, <laughs> I, I have had ramen twice since that episode. Uh <sighs> And I did tell Alicia, did I did I tell Alicia before or after that episode? No, it was after. Yeah, because she came home and I was like, do you know what I realized today? I realized um, I have spent way more on having ramen delivered to this house than I've had on like, like, I can't remember the last time I spent that much money on like takeout or delivery or whatever the fuck. And she's like, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah. And I told her like about the whole, like I took the loan out. I think I mentioned that before, but anyways, um, I couldn't stop myself cause I told her one of the nights I was even, I had these thoughts like, okay, she's got, she's going to class soon and class means going back to her room and getting on her computer for zoom. And I was having thoughts of like, I can order and have it delivered. And then, like, I can eat it. And, like, she doesn't have to know that I ordered it. And then she won't sit there and say anything. And then I caught myself thinking that way. And I'm like, no. That is not a healthy way to think. Like, if you have to hide what you're doing, it's not good. Like, you're not supposed to be doing it, I guess, if you're trying to hide it. Or I guess you can do it, but there's no reason to hide I don't know. Anyways. So, uh, twice. The second time was tonight. (laughs) Um... And I don't know how to break up with ramen. I don't know how to do it. I don't know if it's possible. I was raised in Japan. I love noodles. I love ramen. So I don't know how to deal with this little situation I have going on with ramen other than try to keep it to the weekends, maybe. Saturdays and Sundays. Um, I think I can hold out that long. So that's where I'm at with, with the ramen. And I still, I can't, it's the experience, which is going to lead into like the next thing I'm going to talk about, which is it was Alicia's birthday yesterday. Um, she turned 42 and I asked her like, what did you want to do for your birthday? And she wanted to go out to eat and it wanted, she wanted to go. I don't know if this is, I'm in the States. I think this is just a Stateside restaurant, but I don't know. Um, Well, I should know because the name Texas is in the name. It's Texas Roadhouse. Oh, my God. Bad time to record. Uh, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, What was I saying? Yes, Texas Roadhouse. So she wanted to go there. We've been there once before. It was like several years ago. I don't remember having like. And oh my gosh experience like wow this is awesome I just remembered like there were buckets full of peanuts that they would give you to hold you over until the food came and I thought that was gross I just remembered like I did not have that great of an experience at that restaurant and she that's where she wanted to go for her birthday and so the judgmental part of me kicked in I kept it to myself uh at least until afterward nope I don't think I told her that nope I kept it to myself okay And she won't listen to this, so she won't know. But I don't know. I didn't think that uh, that was a, uh, let's just say I like good food. I like fine dining. And when she said Texas Roadhouse, I just thought of like Roadkill. Um, I mean, probably because of the name. I don't know. But I wasn't looking forward to going there. And I didn't say that. I didn't let on. I didn't, nothing. I was like, that's not a problem. We can go there. And I just told myself, don't worry, you'll find they've got salads everywhere. Like, how bad can a salad be? And so we go to Texas Roadhouse uh, last night for her birthday meal. And, oh, my God, it was so fucking good. I thought that it was my birthday. And, you know, it might as well have been because I was celebrating um, over this steak as if it was my birthday or were, if it were my birthday, grammar, I don't know, pot doesn't go well together. But anyways, um, sorry for all the vegans out there. Maybe you want to like fast forward a bit, but that was the best steak I have ever had in my whole life. It was like the best ribeye, the best ribeye oh. Oh my God, it was so good. That Caesar salad was, but that's, I'm not at the food part yet. So anyways, we got there and she ordered a strip st- steak or something and a Caesar salad and potatoes. And I got a ribeye and the Caesar salad and loaded potatoes because I like a little flavor. And they bring bread like to hold you over. I've never had this bread before. It tasted so good. It was like sweet bread. And there was a cinnamon kind of butter that you dunk it in. It was fucking delicious. I have never had bread like that before. And this is at a place called Texas Roadhouse. Um they really need to change the name because it does not signify the experience I had. So the section that the waitress brought us to only had, like, one other table full, and they left pretty much, like, five or ten minutes after we got there. So we had that whole section to ourselves for the majority of the time, and um, that made my day because I don't like sitting around people for anything. And when we go out to eat, I always look for, like, unless they – if they seat you, I try to – kind of guide them to like the back part of the restaurant away from people I don't know it doesn't always go that well but I just don't want to sit by people I don't like it you have to listen to their conversation you have to smell their food you know it's just not enjoyable for me so that was nice and the bread was nice and they bring out the meals oh and like I said that steak was so good and So I went into full autistic mode without even realizing it and like the salad was made just right where the whole leaf is coated with the Caesar dressing and not just like drizzled and so you get like this glob like on a fucking piece of leaf like I don't know they have it so that like the whole like it's a proper Caesar salad. It was delicious. It even tasted delicious when I burped it up three hours later. It was so good. It, not the burp part, but the salad. And the steak. Oh. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I talked a good portion of like my meal. I just was telling Alicia how delicious my food was. <laughs> and I was telling her stuff like I have never tasted steak this good before and I'm never gonna buy ribeye from a grocery store anymore because you know like once I've had the what I think is like the best of something or at least the best version of whatever that thing is that I've had I will never go back to what I came from so for example movie theaters I don't go we don't go to the theater anymore you can stream everything um but once I went to a movie theater that you were able to recline and order from a menu and they brought you like alcohol and food and that's how you got to watch the movie I totally shot we will never go to a movie theater again with normal seats and no food (laughs) I won't do it because you know why I will just think about I had a better experience at this other theater because it's not just going to see a movie. It's like, what else is going on? Like, what are these seats like? Uh, what is the temperature in the room like? You know, how many people are there? Like, it's a whole thing. But I would never, ever go back to a movie theater that did not have the recliner and the food. And so that's how I feel about this fake. I don't see myself purchasing ribeye at Wegmans anymore. And... Wegmans has good food. But I know that at least in the next year if I buy a ribeye from Wegmans um it won't taste that good because I'll I'll just be thinking about Texas Roadhouse. So this is a weird this is just weird to talk about meat like this. <laughs> it's just I don't I don't usually eat meat that frequently. Um but it should have just been my birthday because I asked her, I was like, how's your food? And she's like, it's good. And so I thought something was wrong with it. And she's like, no, it's, it's good. And so today I w- was talking about that steak again. <laughs> and I was, I asked her, I said, what do you mean by your food was good? Like what, you heard me use all of the words I could think of to describe the awesome experience I had at that place, eating that fucking steak. What does good mean? And so she gave me, like, some words that indicated she had, like, a really, really good experience as well. But she just kind of kept it inside. And she's just one of those people that, like, she doesn't outwardly express a whole lot. And uh, so that's difficult sometimes because I don't read, I can't read things properly, like, if she keeps them inside. But so um, it just floors me that, somebody could be eating the same kind of meal as me and not have that experience. I know that we're different people. Like everybody's different, but if I am feeling this way about something and somebody else is doing the same thing as me and they're not feeling the same thing on my level, I think that's weird on their part, not on my part. Sorry for the dry mouth. Um, so yeah. And It was just a nice steak. It was a 12-ounce, and I was so full. I wish there was an 8-ounce option, but there wasn't. And they asked if we wanted, like, what do they call? They call them doggy bags. Stop fucking calling takeout shit doggy bags. Do you want a doggy bag? Where did that come from? Did some dog go to a restaurant and, like, order something? And I don't know where that fucking term came from. And I said no. So I did what I don't do, and I overate ate. On purpose, because I did not want to waste a single piece of that steak, and I am not taking home a steak and heating it up in the microwave. No, I am not putting a ribeye on a plate and heating it up in the microwave. That does not sound classy to me. I will not do it so yeah, uh, it was worth a stomach ache for the next hour after that. It was just so it was so delicious, and so today when because it's Sunday now and um, she wanted to order something and she was talking about Texas Roadhouse but you have to go pick it up and she asked me if I wanted that and I'm like to go pick it up and like bring it back here and she said yes and I said no I'm not taking that classy experience I had home in styrofoam containers and putting them on our plates and using our silverware sitting in the armchairs in front of the TV. Like, no, that's, that deserves to be had at the restaurant. Does that make sense to anybody? I am not going to, I, that was a really classy meal. It was so fucking good. I'm not going to just order that for takeout. It's not going to taste the same. It's just, it doesn't seem right. And I realize I'm 15 minutes into this episode talking about steak. So I really need to move on. But It was, uh, I just, no, I'm not going to do that. And I know that there's people out there that are listening to this right now that know what I mean. Um, It's always about the experience. If you can recreate that same experience, if it's at all possible, why wouldn't you want to? So I'm not going to damage the experience I had with having it be takeout. I'm not paying all that money for a steak to have it be, no, sorry. That's just, I'm bougie. I don't know. I'm not doing that. She did. I got ramen. And do you know what? This makes total sense to me. Ramen, that is a classy-ass bowl of ramen. $1,000 worth of ramen that I've been ordering. It is so delicious. It's on the same level as that steak. So why am I okay with having that delivered and eating out of their bowl that way instead of going to the restaurant? Like, it makes sense to me, but I don't know how to put it into words, and it doesn't make sense to Alicia. Or anybody else that would find this out. But I think it would make sense to some of you guys. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I didn't go to that restaurant and have that experience. I had that experience at home. So that's probably why I just keep getting it delivered. You know, it's like Groundhog Day. I purposely try to create it. And until I just realized that I can't, that experience is like a one-time thing or a two-time thing or with ramen, it's like a 20 time thing, Joe, I need to move on. Cause I'm talking too much about this food, but it was so good. But anyways, uh, gave the waitress a $20 tip for staying away. Um, I don't know if that's like a, I think that's a good tip. I'm not very, I don't know, money or what, at least she said it was a decent tip, but I, I gave her that much because she stayed away. You get more the less often I have to interact with you. I don't say that to them. Um, and she was shortened to the point. She only came back a couple times to see if we needed anything. She didn't sit there and have a conversation with us like some people like to do who are serving food or like taking your order. Like I'm not there to talk to you. And those people do not get very good tips from me. But people like her who barely say a word to me, they will get the most money. Um, and I realize I probably sound very snooty right now. And I'm sorry. I'm not trying to sound like whitty toity or look at me, look at my money. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to sound that way. These are just things that I do and thoughts that I have. Um, also, while we were at that, I'm still talking about Texas Roadhouse, uh, What else I appreciate about a nice restaurant is what they put on their walls. I like modern stuff, you know, but I also like, what kind of art do you have on your walls? And there was this painting of Willie Nelson. It was so good. It was an abstract and it was an original. And I could tell that just from where I was sitting. I wasn't that far away. So I just kept looking at that. We were there for like an hour. I kept looking at that painting. And I had thoughts of, can I smuggle that painting out of here? (laughs) And then I said no to myself. I can't steal a painting. Um, Then I thought about taking a picture of that painting, but I didn't know if anybody would think that that was weird. These are just thoughts that I have that are normal to me that um, when I say them out loud don't quite sound very normal maybe. I don't know. But you would have thought it was my birthday because I had a better experience than she did. Um, which that, I don't know, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, the next thing on my list, cause I did write a list, um, the polluted air that we're still getting from Canada, I guess, isn't really going to go anywhere anytime soon. Um, I guess like from what I'm understanding is this is just something that like you kind of have to get used to kind of like with COVID. So... Now, I am my mind's back on, well, fuck, I'm going to have to wear masks outside now. And some people have been, and I'm good for them. Like, I'm definitely going to be wearing masks when it gets really bad here. But uh, I've seen a couple people outside with masks below their nose. And you know, the people that are like when COVID was like really going and people were were wearing masks, like even outside everywhere, the ones going from store to store had the mask where it was still around the ears, but tucked down under the chin. So you knew that it was just there. It was like easy for them to pull up and down. These people looks like they were having, they were wearing their masks for the purpose of not breathing in the polluted air. Why the fuck was it below their nose? Why? What's the point of wearing a mask? People during COVID did that too in the stores. Why do you have your nose holes exposed? What is the point of wearing that mask? There is no point. Your nose needs to be covered. I have never once said anything to anybody about this because with just the crap that's going on, especially in this country... I just don't want to instigate something if I don't have to, but I just don't ever get this. Why Why wear a mask if it's not going to cover your nose? Um, we bought an air purifier. This is very, very random, but it will hopefully make sense at the end. Um, more dry mouth. I don't know where the water went. Oh, Yesterday, we bought an air purifier because... In the bedroom, Alicia always gets stuffed up, and she's allergic to cats. And we've had cats for the whole time, um, and I don't feel stuffed up in the bedroom. And so we just assume that she's it's the the cat hair because the cats are sleeping on the bed all the time, and you you can't tell a cat no. You know, cats can sleep where they want. But anyways, she had the idea of getting an air purifier. And I had never heard of that before. I've heard of humidifiers, but I did not know that there was something called an air purifier because I don't know a lot about a lot or a little. I don't know. Um, the pot's kicking in. Sorry. I'll try to wrap this up soon. Um, so we went and got that. We just went to Target because they only had two left because apparently everybody's been buying them to put in their houses because of the air, the polluted air outside when it gets really bad so we bring it home she sets it up because I don't do those things and after a couple of hours we go into like the bedroom or maybe it was just half an hour yeah it was only a half hour we went into the bedroom and it smelled so clean and I could not believe the difference in the air and I just kept inhaling and running from one room to the other and inhaling and like the dirty air rooms and then going back to the bedroom and smelling the clean air. And there was a huge difference. And I, heard, I started having thoughts like, how the fuck are we still alive? What have we been breathing for all this time? Dirt. Like I thought the house was clean. Um, and I've spent a lot of time in the bedroom. Like I slept in as late as possible because I wanted to keep breathing in that room because the air purifier just made that room just smell great. Um, it was an experience of course I'm still talking about it today Alicia went and ordered one so that we can put it um, in the main part of the house but uh, you know when whenever I find something that blows me away I just that's all I think about I will just that's I will just think about that and think about that and think about that and then like two hours goes by and then I'll think about it again, and then the next day comes, and, like, I'll talk about it, and I'll still think about it. Like, I don't know if I'm trying to, like, keep some of the feeling from the experience, which is, like, was that why I keep bringing these things up? Because nobody needs to hear 20 fucking times how much I love steak from Texas Roadhouse. By the way, if anybody works at Texas Roadhouse, can you see about changing that name? Because it's very deceptive. Um, it does not scream fancy. Maybe that's on purpose, but still, um, I'm not talking about steak anymore. Anyways, if you don't have an air purifier and you're able to get one, you should get one. It is so good to breathe clean air. And it's pretty sad when you have to say now, I have to go inside for fresh air instead of outside. There's a problem with that. But anyways, so we have an air purifier now and you know, the older you get, and you buy these things that you would never buy in your 20s like i would never at 25 buy an air purifier even if i knew what that was i would not buy it because that's not fun who in their 20s wants an air purifier who gets excited about that um i do now and whenever we get things like this that we haven't had before that it feels like everybody else has had for a long long time and we're just now kind of getting around to it i feel like i've stepped up in the world a little bit and that that's what that air purifier made me feel because of how big of a difference it made um anyways what do i have next um instant gratification i I have an issue with that still like i mentioned in the last episode Today, Alicia was having, like, indecisive issues, not knowing, like, should she treat herself to ice cream or not, even though her birthday was yesterday. And so she was going back and forth in her head about this, which is weird to me. Because as soon as I think of something that I want, I usually just get it. That's probably not good. Not everything. Like, you know. But the ramen. Um... Because I had made that comment to her. I said, you know, whenever I want something, I don't overthink it or debate. I just I just get it. If I can get it, I get it. And then I was like, which is probably why I gave you my credit cards last week. Because of this kind of thinking. Um, I don't know how to find a middle ground with this kind of thinking. I only know all or nothing. Those are my switches. Um, so, yeah. Inst- how the hell was I a counselor for addiction? I think I was pretty good at it. Um, uh, but I did not know the extent of my own addictions, and because this falls under the umbrella of autism because it is an autistic thing to kind of get fixated on things like this, like am I really to blame, or you know, can I just use oh, I'm autistic, you know I can't help it. Oh. no, I shouldn't say that um. I dislocated both of my shoulders on accident. I've done this before. It's been years. I used to have like this used to to happen to me pretty regularly where I would just, they would dislocate just for me, like pushing up from the ground or something. I don't know why, but, um, anyways, like we were in the bedroom the other day and the bed is pretty high. So when I went to like hop up, um, I, I like put my hands on the bed to push myself up and my right shoulder dislocated and I just kind of fell face first onto the bed. Like half my body was on the bed and half of it wasn't. And my shoulder popped back into place when I did that. And I was in so much pain and I didn't say nothing to Alicia. She was right there. Like I felt embarrassed that that happened and I don't know why I felt embarrassed. Like it's just a dislocated shoulder. And so I didn't say anything to her and we were just like, chatting about nonsense and I never brought it up and I just sat there in pain and I wondered like why am I like hiding the fact that I just dislocated my shoulder and so then the day after I told her what had happened and I felt better about myself because she goes you need to go to a doctor that's not normal and it is like plenty of people dislocate their shoulders and can pop them right back in like that happened that's regular right like that's not a weird thing Um, And so I I just laughed at her And I was like that's funny that you think Why am I talking about this Oh my god that hurt like shit man And you know what when you're in pain Don't hide it I don't know why I did that And when I told her that I didn't That I was embarrassed that I dislocated my shoulder She didn't understand why I was embarrassed And I don't understand it either I don't know why like does this go back to the whole When I was sick You know I'm embarrassed to be sick Does it like apply to injuries now and speaking of injuries this whole dyspraxia shit I have this huge huge bruise on my left calf I don't it's so big it's like a new bruise because it's like yellow and purple and it's so big that I should have felt whatever it was that I bumped into and I have no idea what I bumped into so does dyspraxia make you not feel things or is it because we bump into things so frequently that it just doesn't really hurt us anymore. And if you don't know what dyspraxia is, I just want to just a little reminder, this is not an educational podcast because I can barely talk and explain shit myself. So go look it up. But dyspraxia, I think, is when like you don't have good coordination and you bump into shit. And I've been like that ever since I was a kid, but I don't know how the hell I get these huge bruises so big that I should have felt whatever it was that I slammed into. And speaking of which I did, I walked into the bookcase yesterday in in our library and I walked right into it. I was looking back at one of the cats then I looked forward, just face first into this bookcase. And I hit the bookcase and I called it a fucker. Like you fucker. I really need to curb my swearing. Sorry. I've had like a couple of emails about, about people like, Oh, you swear too much sorry about that. Um, hopefully I'll curb that soon, but yeah, so the bookcase attacked me. Um, so does anybody know like this whole dyspraxia stuff? I guess I could go read more about it. I'll do that later. Um, my new obsession is Minsky cats, Mince, Minsk cats. Munchkin cats, Minsky Munchkin cats. I don't know. If you're a cat person, maybe you know like what I'm talking about. But my therapist has this breed and she brings her cats to the office. I think I've talked about it before. And I want one because all they want to do is love you. They want to lay on your lap. They're quiet. They're small. And they want to be near you. like they want to be be near you. And like our cats want to be near us too, but like this one's so tiny and so cute. And you know, Alicia's looking up pictures of them. I was like reading info about them yesterday. I was imagining my life with a Minsky cat, but I don't even think I can say the the breed's name the right way. So do I deserve to have a Minsky cat? And anyways, here's um some autistic thoughts that I've been having. Um, that's right. I just jumped from that subject into this one. So 4th of July, the first thought that I had wasn't, oh, a holiday to celebrate America's independence. No, the first thought I had was, holla fucking Louia, half of the neighborhood is gonna be away at camp and it's gonna be so peaceful for a few days. And it is peaceful. And that is why I like holidays because most people go somewhere else. Um, The for sale sign next door came down last week and I am really wanting to know who bought that house. And I'm really hoping, no offense to parents out there. I'm just really hoping there's no little kids. Um, Yeah. Because there's no kids on the street. Um, And kids are loud and just loud and no thank you. So... Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. And, you know, it really shouldn't matter to me. Anybody can live in that house that they want to. Like, why do I care? But I do. And you know why, because I'm autistic. Um, Somebody cut in front of me when I was in the car the other day. You know those people, like, you're going down the road. They're coming off of a side street. They really cannot. They shouldn't be coming out and cutting in front of you to go down that road. They should wait for you to pass. But, like, for whatever reason people can't wait that extra three seconds until you pass before they turn so if you're gonna cut you better speed up and if you don't well i don't have road rage anymore but when i used to those people did not like seeing my middle finger that sounds like a really immature thing to say but that's what i used to do but anyways like i got so fucking pissed off because somebody cut in front of me if you're gonna do that speed the fuck up cut and go like, do not just cut and then start off pottering up to 10 miles an hour, 15 and 20. No, I was going 40 and you make me slow down because you had to get in front of me. Why? And you know, I, I am embarrassed to say one time, one time this happened and I was able to like kind of follow this other card, the one that cut in front of me um i followed them to some store because i wanted to see like what the big emergency was and when they didn't pull into a hospital parking lot i got even more pissed off but that was like late 20s um i still had lots of lots of issues going on then so that was the only time i did that i didn't even confront the person i just was curious and i followed them because i really wanted to know what was so important that you had to cut in front of me i sound nuts um Another autistic thought that I've been having lately is I realized that I'm always thinking about what I'll be doing next. So I might be reading a book and I'm enjoying what I'm reading. But in the back of my mind, I've already got the next activity planned (laughs) activity like I'm at school Um, and that I realized, oh, my gosh, I think like that all the time. Which is probably why I'm never bored. But there's not a moment of downtime in my day if I can help it. Like it is always filled with something that I'm doing or reading or learning or thinking. And I just realized that I plan everything in the back of my mind while I'm doing something else. I don't just stop that thing and then think about it. Which, um do most people think like that? I don't know. Um... And then the last, I think this is autistic because Tegan and Sarah, as you know, is my favorite band. And they came out with this book. It's a graphic novel called Junior High. And I just got around to buying it like a couple of days ago. Even It just came out, but I, wasn't, I didn't pre-order like I did their last book about high school. Because I don't really care too much about graphic novels. Uh, I don't really like to look at pictures when I'm reading but I bought it because I will read it once because it's from them and it came in the mail and I looked at it and it's still sitting on my shelf I haven't even opened it yet and then I sat there wondering what is the status of being a Tegan and Sarah hi honey being a Tegan and Sarah groupie like am I a true groupie and also is a groupie only a groupie if they follow a band like in person can you be a groupie from a distance I don't know like how that term works but I questioned like am I really like a really good fan of theirs if I can't even read something that they spent a long time creating and I had thoughts of like um no I can't go into all those thoughts I gotta end this episode so I guess the point of this episode was um after 100 episodes of my podcast, I am as autistic as I was when I started, even more so now with all the awareness that I have with a year of knowing this this about myself. And so this week has been, if this sounded like an up and down episode, that's kind of what this week felt like for me this past week. Like I'm sitting there and I'm watching TV, and then I'm like, oh, you know, what's that noise? Go look out the window at that noise. And then it's like, look, a squirrel, you know, like I caught myself watching a a bunny rabbit in our backyard from the window for like 15 minutes. Um, I don't think that's weird, but I didn't realize I was had been standing for 15 minutes watching a bunny live their life in my backyard. And so when stuff like that starts happening, like I don't know what is going on with my mind it's just going a million miles an hour, but I don't feel stressed. I don't feel overwhelmed. I don't feel like, you know, meltdown, none of that. I just feel like all of these different people are inside of me. Like these different versions of myself, um, all want to come out at the same time. And that's, uh, that's the best way I can describe it. I'm really sorry if like you made it all the way to the end of this episode and you're like, that's all you came up with. That's it. That's normal. Everybody has that. Well, if that's the case, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry that at 38 minutes, uh, you'll never get these 38 minutes back. But uh, I'm going to end this because the pot really kicked in and I don't like, uh, I'm not promoting marijuana. But um, if you can relate to this episode, please let me know. Um, If you didn't like it, please don't let me know. Okay, thanks. Bye.